Hey guys, welcome back to We Missed Out the Podcast. I'm Bea, and here's my ridiculous sister wearing a dinosaur costume, Stephanie. It's not a costume, it's my work attire for the dream job I wish I had. I see. Very interesting. Is that what you plan to wear to Axel's birthday party? Possibly. If it's not 500 degrees outside, I'll wear it. If not, I might have to go ahead and um, buy one of those inflatables because at least they have the fan inside that keep me cool. Nice. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about our dream jobs from childhood, which is why Stephanie is wearing her awesome dinosaur attire. It's my work uniform. We'll call it that. It's a work uniform. Okay. It's not a costume. That's why I said attire. <laughs> or dinosaur attire. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this topic. We've been sitting on it for a while. I think since early February, since Groundhog's Day. And I know since Groundhog's Day because the idea came to me after I watched a TikTok video about Groundhog's Day. Yes. And you sent it to me. It was the funniest little thing. Yeah. So I guess before we get into that, what, what's been going on this week or the last two weeks? Because we took a break last week. Uh, it's been pretty chill here. Um, we have a new addition to the family. Eric's son's wife gave birth to a baby girl. Yay. So now the boys are uncles. <laughs> and... um. Caleb's been talking a lot more. He says taco now. He says awesome. you. He says dark. He is just like picking up words all over the place. It's really cute. Um, he tells the dog, hush. Oh. Hush. <laughs> so basically like, he's saying the words that he hears the most. Pretty much. <laughs> That's cute. So what have you been up to for the past two weeks? Well, um, last week we were empty nesters for a minute. We, Johnny was on a trip to LA, you know, AJ's already at his first, uh, duty station. So it was just me and Aaron. We went and nerded out at the Renaissance Fest in, um, Waxahachie. It was pretty interesting. It was a nice day. It was a really beautiful day. The weather was great. Um, I got to meet some mermaids, which were that. pretty cool. I had a big turkey leg for my lunch, which was also pretty cool. And I got a flower crown. So not a bad weekend. Also went and saw the Mario movie, the Super Mario movie. That was pretty, pretty fun. It was a lot different from the Mario movie we grew up watching. The live action. I don't remember that Mario movie. You are lucky then. You are very lucky you don't remember it. But, um... Yeah, that's what we did last week, and then this week was just kind of uh, just a busy week with a lot of school stuff and work stuff and um, my own little business, doing some some design work for different people and selling some new products in my website. So I just spent yesterday doing a lot of packaging of orders and taking care of that. But yeah. That's cool. Oh. It and looks here's like our, our special guest, guest. Our guest is here. Sterling, can you hear us? 
Yeah, yes, I can hear you. I'm just playing. Okay. <laughs> we can't see you. We can't hear you. So we just want to make sure you're there. You can't see me and you can't hear me? We can hear you now, but we can't see you. Are you supposed to? I can to see, see him. You can see him? I can't see him. I, I can know. see my brother. Yeah. Well, I can't, so <laughs> maybe it's just error on my part. Okay, so I don't have I'm I'm good. Yeah, you, you don't need to be. Saying. You're fine. I can see you, so that's all that matters. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. You're here. We're all here. So we have a special guest today, and it's very exciting. Um, a childhood friend, and like Bea just said, her brother, because we've traded siblings. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we met. We met Sterling's sister a couple weeks ago. Alana was here to talk to us about talk with us about. Reality TV. Reality TV. My brain just shut off for a minute. Lives it. Yes. So now we've got the brother here, Bayo's brother, because it, it only matter. If you're gonna have Alana on one week, then you want to upgrade a little bit. So. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to today, Sterling? Um, I was actually supposed to have a baseball game where I act as Mr. T as a co-MC, but uh, the rain down here in Corpus Christi ran that off, so I've just literally been chilling with my homeboy, watching basketball games, and just kind of relaxing. I have slides on right now, like it's amazing. <laughs> well, I don't know if you can see us, but um, I, I am in my work attire my dream job work attire. Um, so we're doing today's episode about what we wanted to be when we grew up. And you wanted to be Reptar. I wanted to be, there's two things I wanted to be. I'm gonna let Bea talk about it first so that we can kind of roll into what I wanted to be and how it connects to what you do. Ah, okay. All right. You go, Bea. All right, so first off, we came up with this idea. Well, Stephanie came up with this idea because she saw a TikTok where I think it was a Mr. Williams class and they were talking about Groundhog's Day and mm -hmm. the kid said he wanted to be a weatherman when he grew up. And one of his friends reminded him that he wasn't, didn't have the grades for that. Mm -hmm. So he decided he wanted to be a groundhog instead. Yeah. Because that's the simple way to go. Um, the, the whole the whole class agreed that that was probably the best way for him to do it. To be a weatherman, he should probably be a groundhog. Definitely. So it makes so, sense. And then there's this uh, the other day there was one where this little white girl decided that she wanted to be Barack Obama when she grew up. She sent me that one and I died because they were not going to deter her being Barack Obama. But you're still going to be what? I don't care, mommy. I'm going to be Barack Obama. It's like, let her do it. Let her do it. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I, both of these kids, the groundhog and the future Barack Obama, I can relate to them so much. And when I saw these videos, I was just like, yeah, we need to do a When I Grow Up episode. And I've got to have Sterling on because when I grow up, my, when I was little, what I wanted to be when I grew up. You're kind of living my my dream job. Am I? 
You wanted to be a black man. You go, girl. <laughs> Uh, so let, let's let's find out, Bea, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a princess married to Prince William. That was my dream. There's somebody else. I even wrote a whole story about it in eighth grade. Mm. Because our, our prompt was we had to write about who was going to be paying for the reunion on some big ship. And based on our our writing and what we were doing with our careers. That was the person who was going to pay for the whole thing. I got to be the person that got to pay for the whole thing because in my dream, I was married to Prince William. I was living the life of a princess. I was doing all this charity work. So obviously I could spend a little charity money on the class to go for on this trip for our reunion. She was out here making business decisions. Stephanie, you wanted to be a black man with a mohawk and see out here like, I'm paying for everything. I got this, girl. <laughs> I mean, we 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 live very different lives. That's <laughs> the so it's, it's pitch perfect. <laughs> so I had like these dreams of like going to the UK. Not once did I apply for a college in the UK when I was applying for colleges and universities. Not yeah. once did I do it, but it's probably because my dream was already crushed when he married Kate. <laughs> so <laughs> I figured there's no reason to go there anymore. Messed your whole program up. And I'm sure she probably hates every person she come across named Kate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good now. <laughs> oh, man. So then my other dream job was to be a doctor. And that was because I took a biology camp when I was in like third grade. My mom put me in a biology camp in the university. And I just loved the idea of like being there and like di dissecting all those animals that we were dissecting yeah. and like finding Doctor, which parts serial which. killer, one or the other. Uh, mm -hmm. No, it was <laughs> definitely doctor. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. And then, time out. How many stuffed animals did not have heads when y'all were growing up? My Barbies did not have heads because of her. Serial killer. <laughs> no, her Barbies didn't have heads because of me because I was taking them off because it was easier to fix their hair like that. Uh, okay. Efficiency of life. Like, I'm going to marry a prince, I'm going to make this easier for everybody. I don't want to sit here and have your body contorted a certain way while you're doing your hair. I'm just going to take your head off and we'll do it there. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it easier, guys. <laughs> oh, man. And then, of course, my third dream job as a child was to be a lawyer. And that was just because I really liked to argue with everybody. Yeah. And I was you always like, yeah, I always just wanted to be right. So no matter what I did, I was arguing and I just figured I would do an awesome job as a lawyer. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. But those are my dream jobs. What about you, Sterling? When you were little, what did you want to be? Um, Besides what you already, what you currently do. Weird thing. So many people like ask me, oh, did, you know, you wanted to be Mr. T growing up, bro. Oh, you're a hardcore Mr. T fan. It's like, I, 
I, I knew of him, but like it wasn't like I just, oh man, you know, when I grow up, I want to have a mohawk and run around yelling, I pity the fool, a hundred and eight times a day. Like I, I wanted to be an NBA basketball player, you know, growing up. I was in the backyard playing with my dad and stuff. So that was like a dream that Coach Chizer crushed in middle school. And he was like, bro, you ain't tall enough. We ain't worked on your ball handling skills. Like, you better figure something else out. <laughs> At least you grew, right? Like, we used to be around the same height, and I haven't grown since sixth grade, but now you're... <laughs> I, kinda, I, got, I got a little bit of a growth spurt. I didn't get... The crazy thing is, David, David Robinson is, like, my favorite basketball player, like, all time, and I always, like, looked at stuff, and I was like, man, he was the same size as me when we were babies. He hit a growth spurt like no other between, like, his junior year in high school and when he got to college, and I was like, okay, I'm 6'3". When am I going to get to 7'1"? When am I going to get to 7'1"? <laughs> Stop this. Yeah. I mean, 6'3 is not bad. That's that's pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah, not compared I to... I mean, you can, you can reach the tall shelves in the kitchen, so... Wait, we still grew up with Muggsy, and he was yeah. little. Yeah, he, he definitely had growth spurt when he was he, in the that's he was my favorite, yeah. We we hit the growth spurt at the same time in second grade and, and haven't moved since. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my um my main dream, of course, was, like, playing in the NBA. Then um, it's wild because I didn't have, like, a whole bunch of, like, I was one of them kids that just kind of, like, went with the flow. Even now, like, I'm doing gig work. So, like, one week I'll have, like, eight things to do, and then the next week I'll just be sitting there kind of flying by the seat of my pants driving and doing stuff so i i didn't like you know oh i want to be a doctor or my, my my mom had dreams of me being um i i was in college for six years and four of those years was basically doing stuff because oh well i want you to be a lawyer and so i took two years of political science and then mm -hmm. I, i'm not I'm not gonna be a lawyer like your daughter is the one that's the argument Limitative one, so I, I'm not the lawyer type. So then I switched to business management because they own the driving schools and own all of this other stuff. So then it was okay. Well, I want you to be business management, and I was just like, okay, I did that for two years. It, it wasn't, yeah, I'm I'm not in the driving school stuff. So then finally, my aunt was she pulled me aside and she was like, if you're not trying to go be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or something that like you have to be in a lane for just go get a damn degree and like they're just gonna look and see that you went to school you got the check mark and like they're gonna hire you so i went to the communications and the rest is history and now i communicate by saying i pity the fool 80 times a day <laughs> <laughs> <I'm using me still. laughs> well i i was a little a little different from from bea when it came to what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I'm talking about when I was little, you know, up until eighth grade, at least. I'm just kidding. <laughs> until like ninth <laughs> grade, I had two dreams. I wanted to be a dinosaur because I was obsessed with dinosaurs. I would build all those little dinosaur, the little wooden dinosaur skeletons. I loved to do that. I did a dinosaur camp when I was little. I was the only girl, and the boys were really mean to me, but it's okay because I knew more about dinosaurs than they did. And um, my second big dream, which is the one that you are currently living out, is I wanted to be Mr. T. And there was no changing my mind that I couldn't. I, I got into some trouble because I did give myself a Mr. T haircut. Sorry, I love this story. 
I did. I, I, I had no idea. You know, when you're little and well, our generation, when we were little, we were told we could be anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think our parents' generation had that as much as we did, but that was an everyday, you'd hear it from all your teachers, you could be anything. So I took that to heart, and my anything was I was going to be Mr. T, mm-hmm. because he had the cool hair, he had the cool jewelry, he drove the awesome van, and he fought bad guys. And that's what I wanted to do. So it didn't matter that I was, you know, a small Mexican girl. <laughs> They would never be anywhere near six feet tall <laughs> or black. <laughs> That's, I mean, that didn't come to my mind. I didn't know that those were two of the, and I didn't know also that you couldn't be somebody else. That didn't, that didn't, that wasn't part of the, you know, the outline of you can be anything except there was no like except rule. But Sterling, you're, you're living that dream of mine. I, I am. Uh, just to clarify, though, there is a guy that lives in Argentina, and he is the Mr. T impersonator. Like, not black. He only speaks Spanish. The only English words I've ever heard him say is, I pity the fool. So hmm. there's still hope for you. if you. So I still ha- I have a chance. <laughs> Gotta cut that mohawk, but you can speak Spanish, and as long as you say, el pity el fool, you're good. <laughs> Do not encourage her antics. <laughs> I just want to see. I am putting in my resignation tomorrow, telling my my boss that I am leaving teaching to go be a Mr. T impersonator. I would do it. They still my when I worked at the hotel, they I we we got laid off of course because of COVID, and so whenever we got laid off, my bosses of course they loved me and stuff, so they were just like, well, you're still gonna come back and visit us. So I still get my packages delivered over there, and to this day, every time I walk in, it's like. I cannot believe you pulled this off. And I'm just like, I'm sitting myself, like, you know. <laughs> That's awesome, though. So you you said earlier, like, being Mr. T wasn't something you planned on doing as a kid. It wasn't, you know, you weren't obsessed with him like mm-hmm. I was. Um, <laughs> I hear both of y'all, if it ain't you with the Barbie dolls and you with the scissors and cutting your hair in the Mohawk, y'all's parents probably, like, pulling y'all there. One of your parents look like Mr. T, I'm sure. Like, oh my God, these girls. <laughs> yeah, it's it's surprising that they have, I mean, they, they went gray pretty young. I think my mom started having to color her hair pretty young because of, of us. Because of the antics and humanity. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It wasn't me. I was an angel. <laughs> not at all. Barbie, <laughs> you don't have to worry about the Barbies because the public's not going to know, but it's your daughter got a big chunk of hair missing out her head. Like, oh yeah, I I had to wear hats for a good amount of time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I mean, if somebody would have just helped me and done it for me, it wouldn't have looked so bad. That yeah, that is that's the wild You've thing. Got to support your children. What barber, you know, cut your hair? And I was like, I've been cutting my own hair since I was twenty years old. When haircuts got to twenty five dollars, I taught myself to do fades and stuff, and then. When my daughter was born and I started doing this, I practiced and then I cut it off, practiced and then I cut it off. And now it's been like this since March. So all I'm doing, of course, is just going in and making sure it doesn't grow too long. But yeah, I'm, I'm not paying for no haircut. Especially not, who's going to pay for this haircut? You really think I'm going to pay somebody <laughs> for this haircut? No. <laughs> That's hilarious. So how long exactly have you been, or do you remember the... How long have you been doing the Mr. T impersonating? 
as far as impersonate, I've been doing it since uh, 2020. And it's weird because there there was two phases to it. Like my daughter was born in uh, December of 20 of 2009. And so um, I stayed home with her the first her first like year or so a little bit and uh, kept her from daycare. And so there were, I, her mom went back to work like pretty fast after. And so um, there would be old A-Team episodes on when I would wake her up to feed her in the middle of the night to keep her from waking mom up. So I'd take her out in the living room, go and set her up in her little thing, give her a bottle and stuff, and click the TV on, and there's A-Team. And so I'm just like, you know, man, I bet you I'd cut my hair in that moment, like Mr. T. So, you know, I, like I said, I would practice. Like, she was born in December. So, of course, you can imagine from December to October, you know, I'm growing it out a little bit, and I'm shaving it, and, oh, man, that's crooked, cutting it all off, and then I'd be bald for a few weeks, and then, we come out again, I grow it out a little bit. And in March, I'd sit there and, and I was like, man, that looks a little bit better. Shave it off. So I have two, um, her, she has two older brothers, my, my older stepsons. One of them stayed up in the loft where we lived in. And so he started coming down, you know, in the middle of the night to use the bathroom. He'd see me watching A-Team. Then he would see that, like, I grow my hair a little bit. And I could so he figured it out before Halloween. That, I mean, he's probably trying to. Mr. T, because obviously I'm not trying to be a uh, Murdoch or anything, so <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> he's trying to be Mr. T, so yeah, it ended up turning into my, my first Halloween. I uh, went out, she, I'll never forget, she's the most adorable little ladybug you will ever see. She couldn't even walk, we had her in the, like the little walker thing, you know, you stick them in that thing that has that pouch where the legs are at, and they walk around the house and stuff like that. We put her in that with little stockings and shoes, and she had a little ladybug outfit on, so we're going around the neighborhood, I had nothing. I will send y'all a picture, as a matter of fact. I had a old, um, I, I had got hired to work at XTO when I moved over to well, Fort Worth. So I had this old brown um, jumpsuit and then one silver chain. I didn't even have like all of the details that you see with all the gold and the feather earrings and this and that. It was one silver chain and then this old oil field outfit. <laughs> I go out and people are like, you look a lot like Mr. T, man. And oh, I pity the fool. And so, yeah, <laughs> I, it was great while. And then it just kind of went on where I would do it for Halloween. Like, basically, after that, I went and worked at, uh, why am I drawing a blank now? We ain't that old yet. Uh, <laughs> Health Science Center. I worked there, and they would have a Halloween contest every year. So uh, the first year, I dressed up as, you know, Mr. T, this version. And then I was Clubber Lane one year. Then I did uh, Urkel just to show some versatility because I was like, okay, I'm not a, a one, you know, I, I can do a bunch of different stuff. So I did Urkel to go the opposite of the tough guy. Then I did Mr. T again. I won, you know, every year I got first place. And then the last year I did MC Hammer and UNT Health Science Center is not that big of a fan of the hammer dance. So I got second place. And then <laughs> I, that I, I left. And then um, it was crazy because my whole, my um, Halloween outfits ended up drawing the attention of, uh, the hotel. And so when I got let go uh, from the Health Science Center, I moved over to the hotel and they would do themed uh, holidays. So I was an elf for Christmas and then I was uh, St. Patrick's Day. I was a leprechaun. Um, I'm missing one. Valentine's Day, I was Cupid. And then everybody always got excited because I was Mr. T for um, Halloween. And then um, Whenever COVID happened and we got laid off, then I started doing it. You know, I made business cards and started doing it for a living. But the, I told that whole story to say that it was weird because when I first started doing it, it was just putting the, the camo on and, or putting the overalls on. And mm -hmm. I just 
go out and, oh, hey, I pity the fool. And then once I started doing it for a living, then I had to go back and watch the character, see how he moves, see his faces that he makes, and oh, I pity the So it was just like, once you start trying to get paid for something, like, you've really got to study it. So it was just like, it's weird to see the transition even from that first picture with my daughter and, and my sons and stuff to, like, now where it's just like, you've got 20 pounds of gold on and stuff. Like, man. <laughs> So what so was your first, like, big gig? Uh, first, it's weird because, like, I had gotten hired for a wedding. And I considered that, like, it's to me, it's like the Super Bowl of everything that you could do because it's such a, a intimate moment. You don't know these people. Like, the, the way that I got hired for it, it was weird because this guy had gotten, like, if, if you've been to networking groups, usually they have a prerequisite where you've got to, bring so many people as guests and then you have to do this and do this and do that. Well, you bring guests and a lot of times they're just people that you just say, hey, hey buddy, can you come do this for me for an hour? And yeah. So this guy shows up. It was right before Christmas because I had my elf outfit on. So later on, he sends me a picture and he's just like, hey, we got, we got, me and my wife got married back during COVID, but we had bought this venue and then COVID hit. So they got married by their, I think her dad is actually, he dresses up as Elvis. So he officiated their wedding. So when he met me later on, he kept my card. He was like, hey, my wife said that I could hire you to be a guest at our wedding. So he hired me to be Mr. T at the wedding. And it was just like wild. So that's it, it might not be like the big I've had gigs where I've done like, you know, 800, 1000 people. But that was like the oh, my gosh, this is so awesome that somebody would hire me to be a part of their wedding, even though I don't know any of them. Like I met this guy one time and that was it. And it was like. Walking into this wedding with nobody. I'm getting paid to be here. We're taking pictures. I'm eating y'all's cake uh, <laughs> behind. Like it was, just, <laughs> it was wild. You're making this gig sound even more better. Like, I think I need to do this now. <laughs> Hair in a mohawk and free cake. <laughs> My back up. <laughs> you had me at the cake. cake. You had me at the cake. And I feel like we missed out because it wasn't, it was um, 2019 is when you got married, right, Bea? Mm hmm whole year too early no, 2018 sorry 2018 we could have had sterling there to be mr t for you i definitely would have pitied some food and ate some cake yeah <laughs> your sister was in my wedding <laughs> always ask me what is it the favorite thing that you like about doing it i'm like when i get hired to go and do something and i go and like people are enjoying themselves and they're like hey have a seat and eat or here here's some food it's like and you're getting paid and you're getting fed. Like, you can't complain. There's nothing to complain about. Yes, my hair looks crazy sometimes, but like, hey, I'm, I'm getting a meal and I'll have to worry about eating later. Like, you can't beat that. That sounds awesome. So do, so you, do get you get to travel? Yes, I actually, um, I'm so, I was just telling this story earlier. So I had a, there's a, a beer company called Labatt that's uh, like Canada based. And so they had reached out to me. I'm so thankful. Like, when we were growing up, of course, we didn't have social media. And so, so many people always make that comment about, oh, my, I'm glad my mom wasn't able to see this or know this or know that. And I'm just like, social media is what, like, gets me there. People just randomly reach out to me on Instagram, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend, or they'll type in Mr. T impersonator, and then my picture pops up, and then they're like, hey, we want to hire you to play Mr. T in this, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I was supposed to go to Canada um, back in March. But I don't travel that much as it is, so I didn't have my passport. So I, I ended up missing out on getting to go to Niagara Falls and go to Toronto because I didn't have my passport. So that 
that would have been epic because then you know I could have the the guy that was trying to book me was even like, hey, once we get this man, you're Mister Worldwide. Like you can put that on your resume or tell everybody. Like you know, I pity fools all over the world because I've been to Canada. So yeah. So I'm I'm taking it that you have started the process to get your passport. So yeah, you don't they, miss anything. They they actually expedited it and paid extra money to try to get it going quicker, and then the deadlines that we had, like they just didn't send it in enough time. So I got the first part of it because it was basically a conference. And so they were, their their team is called the A-Team that does the, you know, sales or whatever it is. So they were going to have me film some stuff, stick it in this PowerPoint. And then I was going to go back in a couple of weeks to actually surprise everybody at the conference. But we ended up, they had to like improvise at the last minute and mail me the equipment. And then I had to put like green paper up and film all of this stuff. And then they whipped it together and I didn't get to go. So yeah, it's <laughs> bringing me a tear just talking about it. Like, oh man. I'm to go to Canada, even though it was 20 degrees over there and I don't like cold. I was like, to say I went to Canada would have been cold, but yeah. But yes, to, long story short, I travel. I've done gigs in Houston. Um, I flew out to LA to do this pilot for this show. Um, Florida, I've been over there. I have a guy that reached out to me on Instagram a couple of he actually so Ubering, but what I don't what I do whenever I'm not doing gigs is I Uber. And people are just like, this is genius. Like the ones that get it are like, this is amazing. Cause you show up as Mr. T and you know, people are just like, hey, I want to hire you for this, I hire I'm like, you'll be surprised how many times I have like an Uber passenger that has a need for Mr. T. So this guy a few months ago, he was here. He well here. He was in Fort Worth. Um, there was some kind of cook-off or something like that. So him and his buddy are just like, oh my God, Mr. T is driving us, blah, blah, blah. So we get out and make this video. And then he's like, hey, you know, let me have one of your cards because I'm probably going to need you sometime. So fast forward, you know, a few weeks ago, he's just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to need you in May May 20th, I think, in Memphis. So, oh, you know, wow. just, yeah, wild. So I'll be probably <laughs> Memphis to go do that. So what, what came about with the TV pilot? Is it something that we saw or could be seeing soon? Or no, They were trying to sell um, some kind of game show or something like that. And so basically it was an NBC-oriented game. And so they pulled all of these, um, like, one of the questions was, oh, you know, who's the guy that drives the van on that hit TV show back in the 80s, the 80s? So then, you know, I came out to do, like, that portion of it. So it was just, it was just a bunch of TV executives and they kind of um, – broke me in to kind of, I guess, be the cherry on top to to do. But yeah, it, it was something that they were trying to, and I asked them, I was like, well, hey, you know, is this going to come to fruition anytime soon? And they were like, well, we don't know. You know, normally they'll come look at this and then they'll go back and brainstorm five or six months and yada, yada, yada. But there's there's a small chance. And my, my homeboy that I'm here with now actually sent me that thing. I don't know if y'all have kept up with like the Creed movies and stuff like that, but it's oriented around like now, you know, Adonis, Creed is fighting all of the, the other people's sons and stuff like that. So Mr. T's son might make an appearance in a Creed movie. So I'm not in, in a clubber lane shape right now. I'm more Mr. T 18 shape. I got to get my pushups on and all that stuff. But I definitely am hoping I, I've done enough out in the industry. And I think that there's enough, you know, buzz that there is a Mr. T uh, impersonator out there that, you know, hopefully I will be in something soon. So that would be amazing. That would be and amazing. Y'all both know that I would be like that. That's the thing that I love is that like Kingsville is not a, a 
known commodity, but at the same time, like a lot of times when I say, oh, I'm from the Corpus Christi area, somebody will say, oh, wow, that's awesome. And then, you know, I know where that is, or I've been through there before. And then I'll say, oh, well, I'm actually from Kingsville. I know where Kingsville is. And me and my homeboy, well, Stephanie, you probably remember Mike Johnson that we graduated. Oh, yeah. I was talking with him the other day, and he was just like, bro, a lot of people know where it's at because of the King Ranch. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, but everything that I do, like, I'm always kind of, you know, centraled around, like, oh, Kingsville, you know, oh, Kingsville. So I always try to keep Kingsville on the map, even, you know, I get to that level. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be punching at Adonis Creed, and I'm just Kingsville fool. And <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, if by chance Mr. T is there, I know you're going to do a FaceTime for me, right? Oh, definitely. I'm still hoping that I, I get to everybody always ask, have you gotten pictures of, have you got to meet the real Mr. T yet? And I'm just like, I don't know. There was one guy one day when I was out doing something and he was like, you're an amazing impersonator. And if Mr. T liked impersonators, he would want to meet you. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, he doesn't really like to be like, you know, copied or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So the weird thing is, you know, oh, this is going to bust your bubble. I'm sure Stephanie. So I, um, I was doing this party fest thing in Dallas back, like, right after, you know, the, the, the height of COVID. Probably, I think it was 2021. And long story short, there was this guy that had, like, a 360 booth. And so um, they do the thing where they whip it around you and you make all the faces and do all that other stuff. Then we took a couple of pictures. Well, he went and put all that stuff into his Facebook, Facebook photo booth group. Mm-hmm. You're going to get drooled trying to say that five times. But anyhow... He went and put that in there, and then there was a guy that was Mr. T's buddy that lived out in California, and he has the same um, 360 photo booth thing or whatever. So he took the pictures, sent them to the real Mr. T. The real Mr. T texted him back, LOL, this guy looks just like me. And I was just like, okay, so he knows that I'm doing this, and he's not pitying me. Thank goodness. It was awesome. And then there, there's another guy that's an impersonator, and this is what makes me think he probably doesn't want to meet anybody that, you know, is trying to resemble him. But there's another guy that does it in Tennessee. He actually got in contact with Mr. T's daughter, um, and they were, I, I saw, like, a video where they were going back and forth, and at the end, she was like, oh, I'm going to try to connect you with my dad. And then you don't see anything else with him connected with Mr. T. So I'm like, oh, he might not. Maybe, I don't know if he doesn't think he looks like him enough to meet him or what, but I'm going I'm to shoot my shot eventually. Like, Miss, Mr. T, I'm going to come and try to see if you think that I'm worthy of wearing the mohawk. <laughs> and I'm going with you. There you go. I've got a bodyguard, just in case you tell me no, she's going to bust me. I mean, no, no one's going to get past this dinosaur. This is a fact. <laughs> you have a T-Rex. <laughs> as soon as, she, as soon as the video came up and I saw her, I was like, she's Reptar from the Rugrats. What's going on? Back there. Yeah, this is my favorite my favorite dinosaur costume. I like to wear it at school whenever we have dress up days or pajama days. At school, my behind. You probably every, <laughs> every chance I get, I wear it. Obviously, those are pajamas. She's just acting like it's enough. <laughs> I should have uh, been wearing my princess crown. You I own like five of them. It's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to find it. So, uh, Sterling, tell us, if we wanted to book you for a gig, what kind of gigs are you accepting, and how can we get a hold of you? Um, gigs that I'm accepting, I really don't, I don't have, 
I guess, limit of what, well, well I guess I, maybe I kind of do. I won't say I'll do anything, but it was funny. I had a, there's a lady that used to live up there in, in uh, Fort Worth where I live at. And um, she hired me, would hire me out to do her cupcake deliveries. So there was a bachelorette party. I show up at the bachelorette party. I'm there with the cupcakes. I just helped them set up. And this one lady's going around FaceTiming and she's just like, you know, oh, this is, you know, such and such doing this. Oh, this is such and such doing it. And she puts the camera on me for a second. And this is Mr. T and he dropped off the cut and then she goes to the next person. And the, the mom's on the phone and she's like, wait, go back to him. Is he the stripper for the van? I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> that's not on the service list. But maybe it's <laughs> Uh, I knew where that was going to go. Yeah, you said bachelorette party. Like they're probably going to want him to strip. Okay. <laughs> but I, I do, basically I do appearances at parties or weddings or different types of events. Um, expos are a, a big thing, like, you know, centralized around businesses and stuff like that. I do expos. Like if you've got a, a booth at an expo, I'll um, come and bring energy and bring, you know, people attention to your booth. Uh, I had a lady actually, I was doing a favor deliveries and I had a dentist that was at a restaurant that I was picking up an order at, at the time. She ended up hiring me to do her um, client appreciation deliveries, which was like a game changer. Cause I was at the time, I was just like, most of this stuff is going to add up to, you know, because you charge, you know, $300. Some of the impersonators charge like, you know, four or 500, which I do. And so you kind of, yeah, there's not a, you know, line that you have to, oh, this is all that you can charge. So, you, you know, somebody's going to pay you a thousand dollars to fly across the world to go to their party for one hour. I mean, you're going to jump on the plane and go pretty much. They pay them, but um, yeah, you have, you know, different, different um, price points and all of that stuff. She, she hired me out to basically, there were people that would refer business to her. And so she would send them kind of a thank you. But instead of just, you know, a regular thank you, it was, hey, Mr. T's going to bring this box of chocolates to pity you and take a picture with you. And it ended up benefiting her two times over because she was sending them the gifts. So they were excited and happy. My job was to take a picture with the group. And then she would turn around and put it on her website. So, you know, you're sitting there winning twice because they're happy with you. But then you're posting that for other potential clients to see and say, hey, wow, she is awesome. She got Mr. T to deliver chocolates to them. Maybe she'll send them to me. So I was just like, I love this. So, yeah, I, I do um, client deliveries. Um, I've had people hire me to go show up. There was somebody that I think lost their, they, they lost someone in their family. And so I showed up to take, um, they paid for a meal for me to go pick up. I took it. To the house and the, the guy you know it's it's kind of a roller coaster i'm sure to go from home you know i just lost this person like, hey it's mr t oh my god but yeah it's it i i do a little bit of everything pretty much pretty much everything but stripping i think i'm kind of <laughs> down not, i'm not stripping yet until i get my my club of lame body and i'm not doing anything as far as drugs are concerned so it doesn't concern that you can pretty much hire me and i will pity the fool and you can reach me um phone number is uh I have like a little business card. I guess I can send y'all to pop up there or whatever. You want me to get like my actual like number and social media handles or whatever? Or you oh, you send me the business card. I can put it up on our social. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can do that. I have like a little clip that just, you just pop it up there and it has like all of my, my stuff on there. So yeah, that'd that, be great. We would, we'd love to share that for you. Answer any inquiry for sure. <laughs> I have a question. Are oh. you certified to officiate weddings? No, and I need to be. I'm so, I just got lectured. My, the, the guy that I'm here with, Woodrin, 
Pettis. He's he's my homeboy. Basically, our parents grew up together, and then he moved away. He's actually living in Fort Worth a little bit before I even moved up there. But him, we're we're all like brothers. He's got two younger brothers and a younger sister. They just literally, his brother called me, dude. You need to get your social media in order. You got to get this. You got to do that. You got to do that. I am one of those people where like I go 110 miles an hour in this direction, and then like the stuff that's in that other direction, it's like I'm not even looking over there. And then like once I slow down, and I'm like, oh, I've got to go in that direction and do that. So I've got a lot of stuff that I got to get in order. But that's one of the things. Like I said, somebody. They ask all the time, like people will be like, do you officiate weddings? Because, oh, my God, it would be so awesome to have Mr. T marry me and my wife. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm working on it, bro. And I go back to do something else. I eat, I sleep, I use the bathroom, and then I forget about it. And so I definitely. I'm pretty sure you can get it online for like $5 or free. Yeah, you you can get it and take that much. But again, if, if I go to the bathroom and I come out, like, it's. I have to like, get it back in there again to remember. <laughs> so you're telling me that I could officiate weddings as a dinosaur? Yeah. Here we go. And why didn't you let me do this for your wedding? Because we used a judge, like an actual judge. <laughs> We're trying to have a grown person, Stephanie. <laughs> she she had a Disney princess wedding. Grown person. There's no grown person here. That That is a fact. <laughs> But you know what? My Nobody. wedding was awesome, and it was at a castle. It was. It awesome. was. It was. I it got was some awesome. of my princess dream come true. There you go. There you you go. did marry a William, technically. I did. I married a William. <laughs> <laughs> oh he just my goodness! Isn't a, his royal highness? <laughs> I mean, dep- depending on on how you serve his food, you can still feel that way. So there you go. <laughs> 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 well, hey Sterling, thanks for coming on with us today. Oh, it's been sure. nice hearing from you, being able to talk to you. Haven't haven't seen you in twenty years. <laughs> I'm telling you that it's so some so our class. We graduated in 2000, and then right when we were supposed to have our reunion, what landed in the middle of 2020? Yep, like, we had the COVID year. <laughs> next year and then we could and now they're saying oh it's going to be 2025 and I'm frustrated I don't know if you went to the reunion in 2010 but I didn't go and no then, I didn't go 2020 because I was like hey I want to be cooler than everybody there because I'm Mr. T now and then COVID said no you're not well according to you I have two years to also be Mr. T if you showed <laughs> like that that would be amazing like I I would be like yeah you're um, a might not be married afterward because I don't know how your husband is about your hair. Like I'm, I'm big about hair, so. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty years with me, he he's got the whole just, he just puts his face down and shakes his head <laughs> and and goes with it. That's that's real love there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to take us back a little bit old school, because Sterling and I have known each other since seventh grade. And I currently teach seventh grade, and I had some kids playing this game earlier this week, and it kind of brought me back. So, do you all remember the game MASH? Yes. I'm going to say yes because I filled out the questions, but you asked me earlier, and I was like, what is this? So, so the original MASH, it was, it was like a fortune teller game. 
So there was mash, and then there was also the little paper cootie catcher things that, like, origami folded with little flaps. And anyway, well, mash mash was the game where um, it predicted your future. If you were going to live in a mansion, apartment, shack, or house, who you were going to be married to, how many kids you were going to have, what job you were going to have, what city you'd live in, and what car you would drive. But because we're old, and I was going to say because we're, like, I was going to call it the midlife crisis mash, but... Bea is a little younger than us, so technically... Don't put me in that category. Yeah, she's not willing to be in that category. And I didn't want to call it the millennial ash because technically Sterling and I are not millennials. We're like in that weird zennial group. So I'm just calling it the over 35 edition because we are all over 35. Not me. I stopped aging at 30. Yeah, yeah. You're old. (laughs) You definitely are a princess. All right. So the changes I made for this game, we've still got a job on there. I added our work commute because these are like the things that are important to us now, like stuff we think about now as far as how we live now and, you know, our next 20 to 30 years of life. Because I'm I'm figuring, you know, 30 years is retirement age. I don't know. According to my Texas TRS retirement systems, I still have 20 years to teach before I can retire. So, no. So I put I put things that fall into the categories that we would be looking forward to now. I threw out the spouse and kids and city and car because all that stuff's been taken care of in some way or another. Uh, Uh, For y'all, I'm still out here looking for a (laughs) spinoff. Well, you got the spouse. You've got the kid. You've got the city-ish city. You you get to travel a lot, so yeah, yeah. You've got the car thing down. You've got those things. Those aren't the things we're looking forward to now as adults. So these are bad. so yeah. So I've got you know our job, work commute, Friday nights, hobbies, family vacation, plot twist, pain relief, and retirement. So the way this works, you all you all sent me your answers. And now I do a little magic spiral to get you your future life. I'm going to read your, your, you know, give you a little fortune teller future life. So let's start with Sterling. Sterling, I'm going to start making your little spiral. You tell me when to stop. Ready, set, go. You about to run out of space yet? Yes. (laughs) Okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Your magic... (laughs) Your magic number is eight. So oh, I, like 26. Like I'm running out of space. <laughs> I draw big. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, okay, one, two, three, four, eight. Eight. I told her this would take forever. I tried to do mine by myself, and she said I couldn't. <laughs> but she's cheating. One, two, three, I didn't four. cheat. I let my son decide when to stop. <laughs> That's a good way to go. I mean, I could have been going forever with the with a three-year-old telling me when to stop. Oh god. All right, I got your hobby. Got your job. Ooh. Is she is she on mine? Yeah, I'm doing She's yours. Doing right yours. Now. Oh. He's telling you your fortune, Sterling. I wish she would. I bet you she gonna name all of this stuff. And tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'm still gonna be Mr. T in person. 
She's like, just let me play my game, Sterling. Damn. <laughs> I'm almost there. One, two, three, four. You just count. And the reason you probably don't remember it, Sterling, is because I think it was mainly a girl thing. It had to be. I was like, I just, I, I, I asked my homeboy. I was like, what do you remember playing? It's like, I remember hearing about it, but yeah. Guys, I think it was just this, a girl thing. Like whenever we had crushes, we would be like, "Well, let's see which crush we're gonna end up with." Yep. And see the guys, we didn't have it that way because whether the paper said we was gonna end up with it or not, like you're too scared to ask us. So you just kind of, yeah. <laughs> did oh, you do one of these, I by the way, Steph? Lost it. I did. I did. I've got mine all filled out, ready to go. Oh, and who did this swirl for you? I haven't swirled it. I haven't oh. swallowed it. I just have it filled out blank. All right, Sterling. So according to my fortune teller, you are going to be working as a social media director. Your work commute will be around 30-minute drive. On Friday nights, you're going to spend your time having family nights. Your hobby on the weekends will be playing basketball. Hey. You're going to take your family on a vacation to Africa. Your plot twist is you are going to win the lottery. And when all those lottery people come begging on your door, asking for money, you're going to have to take some Tylenol to relieve that pain. <laughs> and you're going to be able to relax on your own because of that lottery money. Yes, no Overall, kidding. you will be very satisfied with your life. So I changed the, the housing to, instead of mansion, apartment, shack, and house, I changed it to house, how your life is going. Now, now it cut out when you were what I was going to be doing on Friday night. What what was that? You're going to be having family nights. Well, damn. <laughs> Sorry, no dates for you and no cleaning house. Unless you clean house with your family. Nah, I was ready to watch <laughs> some sports. <laughs> All right, Bea, your turn. Okay. Ready, set, go. Running Stop. out of space. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Damn it, girl. Ten. Like, space so fast. I saw that thing look like it was pretty big on there. Are you sure I haven't known you since? I'm big. Like, that a seventh grade. <laughs> Doing the crayons. Y'all keep talking. Have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how um how long have y'all been doing this now? Since January, we decided oh. to start it at the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. And have y'all had other other uh, brother and sister duos where the brother is a little bit better than the sister, and you brought them on the that has this first occurrence? No, that? you're y'all are the only brother sister combo we've had. We need to do the funny thing is my sister, like I love my sister, man. We would we would cut up when we were younger. She probably y'all might not notice about her, but she's a freaking rapper. We used to we would write rhymes, we would do all kinds of and she would be, we would record them and she'd be on there doing her little thing and stuff. And I was always like, if going back to the dream thing, we were gonna be rappers growing up. Like I had it in my mind and like me and my sister are gonna make it, we're gonna be rappers, you know, this that and it will be the first brother sister duo and all of this stuff and then she just kind of grew out of it. it wasn't cool anymore and the sad thing is i still i would do those tune tuesday videos that when i had like an eight month span where i would rewrite songs and all of this stuff and yeah mm -hmm. i was like I, I i had fun with it but she was just always like oh my god you know that's goofy now and i was like 
I'm like mom and we like being goofy. You like dad and y'all like being quiet. So whatever. I would not say that Lilana likes to be quiet. That's what's weird though, because she's, we both have a blend of our parents where like my, my, my mom thinks that I'm more like her and I am for the most part, but my dad is the witty one, but he's also the reserved one. So I have like a blend of I'm all over the place like her, but then I'm witty like him. My sister, like, if she warms up and gets to know you and you're in her circle or whatever, like, I honestly think she's, she would probably be deemed introverted if she took, like, the, the DTI type thing. But she wouldn't think because you know her and she's, like, all over the place. So it's just wild how the blend works. But, yeah. Are you done, Seth? I am. Okay. Sorry. My dogs are trying to break out. All right, bam. Your life. Your job is going to be as a podcaster. You will, hey, be working, <laughs> you will be working remote. You will be going to sleep early on Friday nights. Thank God. You're going to start a crafting hobby and take a trip to Europe. Uh, your plot twist is more kids. Shut up. Don't say that. <laughs> you said to put the ones I don't like at the top. <laughs> You need to start stocking up on some ibuprofen, but you're going to be retiring in a condo at the beach, and you are going to be living a very happy life. I like it. I like it. Sounds Except good. Except for the plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Maybe my extra kids will come from, like, an adoption agency. As far as I'm concerned, extra kids can be imaginary because I'm not having no more. But your extra kid, you are, aren't you going to be doing the exchange student? There we go. There's my plot twist because I do get There's an extra kid this year. There you go. Wow. All right, guys. I'm closing my eyes. No, I'll tell you when to stop. Okay, but stop. I, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Damn it. So my, I've got 10, so pretty much it's the same count wise as you you're welcome yeah that worked so that's going to make this a lot faster Ooh, i'm liking what i see most of it <laughs> all right so based off the 10 the number 10 i am going to be a designer which is what i'm trying to get back at yeah um, my work commute will be 10 minutes. My, my Friday nights are in bed at nine. Um, my hobby is going to be to be painting. Thank God it's not running five K's cause I'm not about that life. Uh -huh. I am. I miss running. <laughs> that was my don't want job or don't want hobby. Um, I'll be taking my family on vacations to another theme park. My plot twist is I'm going to win the lotto. Sterling, should we split a ticket? Because it looks like we're both going to win the lotto. I was going to say, yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds good. I need to stock up on some Aleve um, as my pain relief. And I'm going to retire with my kids and grandkids wherever they are, which I'm okay with that. I don't know if they are. I will be. And my life will be happy. I've got my H for happy. There you so, go. I'm I'm good. I'm liking that future. That does I'm not liking that future. I think we all we all came out winning pretty good on that. I think so. I think we avoided the things we didn't want. 
for the most part. And it's a except extra for the kid. Extra kid. <laughs> Definitely. But the extra kid could be your your exchange student. So we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. That's that's how I'm getting my daughter. Since I obviously am not getting a daughter otherwise. And I don't have to potty train her because she comes at the age of 16. That is definitely a blessing. No diapers, no waking up in the middle of the night because they're hungry. Hey, Sterling, do you remember our exchange students? When we were, I think, our senior year, we had a couple of exchange students. Mm-mm. No, I mean, they didn't live with us, but at our school. No, I don't remember I remember there was a German girl. I can't. I think her name was Irina, Irene. And then there were there were two guys. I want to say maybe all three of them were from Germany. I remember one of the guys came joyriding with us. I think prom night or um, graduation night. I don't know. Just driving around town, acting ridiculous, as we did in small towns. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember his name. Sergio, Silvio, I don't know. Those aren't German names, so maybe he wasn't German. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. But My yeah. class had one, or maybe it was the class ahead of us, and his name was Sebastian. And he was from, like, South America somewhere. But I just remember he played really good soccer he was a really good soccer player yep and he had pretty hair his hair was like perfect and it would bounce when he would run and i was always so jealous of his hair he was her prince back then no he wasn't like good looking otherwise he just had like the most perfect hair hey there are so many people that have one good quality and that's how you got to a person like Hair, hair is something that really will like win, win a person over. I'm, I'm told. I, I, I can't live that way because I. Even though there's a lot of people that like this haircut, I, so many people. That's such an awesome haircut, bro. And I said, you get the other half of people like, I don't see how Mr. T wore his hair like that. That's crazy. And I'm like, it pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know about. Uh, Bay and I don't have the greatest hair. We've got some some pretty big curly hair that we have to tame every morning. So, and yeah. I, I remember you having like this big, I, I, for some reason, even though she's not dark, I would always wonder if that's like, that's curly hair. Is that daddy black? <laughs> <laughs> He's not, but he also has the curly hair and, you know, curly hair and humidity do not mix. At all. At all. Never. Mm-mm. I still don't know how to fix my hair when it's curly. 41 years old and still don't know how to brush my own hair. <laughs> Sad. And my hair's always in a bun. Yeah, buns too. Yeah. Well, Sterling, thanks for being here with us today. And yes, uh, I can't so much. I can't wait to see what happens next with your Mr. T endeavors. For sure. We got to get together, man. We've lived in the same area. Forever now. Yep. I have so many people. Mike Mike Johnson lives up there, and and I, we always talk about we're gonna hang out, man. It's just like I'm over here, and he's over there, and he's working at night, and I'm 
during the day and it's like you always missing each other but i definitely want to try to make a better effort to you know connect with people there's a lot of people i think that live up in our area i haven't connected with yet so we should have our own little like hm king brainer reunion one day <laughs> oh yeah maybe maybe i can sweet talk aaron into barbecuing for us i don't have to sweet talk him too much he loves to do it <laughs> gonna say if it doesn't work for you and he's a big a team fan and i know somebody that can sweet talk and hey fool make some barbecue <laughs> yeah he loves to barbecue and the weather's finally starting to get nicer so hopefully soon we can we can get some something set up oh shizzle yeah get alana over here too oh boy maybe bay can come <laughs> please I let have my- to drive <laughs> just hide the barbies Oh God! That's, <laughs> that's why you don't have any daughters, because because they'd never get to have Barbies. Mm-hmm. They would they... never. <laughs> Whatever. When I nannied for girls, they had plenty of Barbies, and none of their heads came off. At my doing, <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> yeah, that that story. I was always the doctor for the for the headless and armless and. <laughs> It was ridiculous. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the dogs are getting a little fancy. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a tap dancing dog over here. I, I thought it was a typewriter, but I'm showing my age really saying that. No, he just he's kinda loud and he likes to dance around. Stop. Sit down. Sit down. So I'm gonna have to wrap it up now. I need to go get uh, some school stuff set up for tomorrow. Fun, fun times. I but, have to go feed my children and husband. Stop. Yes, and I'm I'm gonna eat my burrito that I got from Taco Bell, so don't judge me. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks again, Sterling, for being on. For sure. I was it was great talking to you. I'll be best and take care. You too. Don't forget to send us your your card so I can put it on um, our Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. I will send it over. Y'all take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. That was fun. It was fun reconnecting with, with an old friend, talking about the life he's getting to live. That's awesome. So, you ready to wrap this up for today? Yeah, let's do right. it. I'm I'm getting a little sweaty in this dinosaur work uniform. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, We Missed Out a Pop Culture Podcast, Instagram, We Missed Out the Pod, TikTok, We Missed Out the Pod, and email us at we missed out the pod at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google, and Audible. Don't forget to like, follow, and review. Until next time, don't miss out on We Missed Out. We Missed Out. Bye. Bye.